Hi, this is Michelle Weidenbenner, your Chief Hope Builder. If you are here, it's because you have a loved one with a substance use disorder and you're looking for support. Well, you're in the right place because I help you along your journey um, to, to introduce you to different people, different experts in the field, and to share hope with you because so often we get stuck and don't know how to live our lives without trying to fix our addicted loved ones. So I am the author of Mom's Letting Go Without Giving Up, Seven Steps to Self-Recovery. And recently I will be launching Unhackable Moms of Addicted Loved Ones, Closing the Gap Between Havoc and Hope. This is a 30-day program that can help you go from havoc to hope and learn how to take charge of your own life. Think of it as a leadership book for moms who are in the same situation that I've been in and out of for so many years. Um, Please find my books at Amazon or anywhere that they are sold. If you would like to join us in a private Facebook group, you can find us at Moms Letting Go in Facebook. And um, if you'd like to join us in the tribe for more sisterhood and support, just go to Teachable. That's momslettinggo.teachable.com and find us there. But regardless, you're in the right place right now and we want to encourage you on your hope journey. We want to be here for you. Um, I have a group of care team members who are all where you have been or are today. So we want the best for you. God bless. Thank you and welcome. It's Michelle, and we are delving into the final step in the book, Mom's Letting Go Without Giving Up, Seven Steps to Self-Recovery. And if you've been following this podcast in the series, you know that we've gone through the first six steps, and this one is the final step. Um, There's a quote in the beginning of this day, in this chapter, and it says, and the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to blossom. And so in this, oh, that was by Jen Sincero. So in the steps to recovery for moms, I'm using the analogy of a flower from the seed until when it blooms. And if you think of the flower, um, the final stage in in blossoming is is the day or the time when it blossoms. And the reason I love this quote is because sometimes moms just want to stay to themselves about their pain and suffering in, you know, parenting an adult addicted loved one and understanding the grief that they're trying to cope with. And it's not until we break out and express our feelings, our anger, our sadness, our grief, all the emotions um, of the pain that we're going through that we can finally blossom. But it, it takes a risk because you have to go out there and share what you're going through with others in order to break free from the chains of the shame and so on. So it's so important, moms, to surround yourself 
in a community where you feel safe, where you feel safe to share, where you don't feel judged, where you feel like others can relate. And if, if you're in our group, Moms Letting Go on the Facebook page, you might feel some of that. Um, moms are at all different levels and stages of their recovery. Um, and so not everybody is always as open-minded to the stage that another mom is in. Um, you can always join our support group for more intimate um, understanding and the ability to share. Um, we always welcome new members and the first 30 days are free to try us out. We get together twice a week and, and then some. So anyway, um, I'm, I'm not here to sell you on that. I'm just here to serve you. And so today, talking about step number seven is flowering, helping others and living a new life. Once the flower reaches a blooming stage and gently opens its petals, we see its beauty and enjoy the blossoms. The bright colors attract visitors like bees to feast on the nectar. Working, worker foraging bees collect nectar by sucking droplets with their straw-like tongues. Some of the nectar is stored in a special pouch in the bee's stomach until it gets back to the hive. Once they're back in the hive, the nectar is regurgitated and processed into honey, a natural sweetener that we use on our food. While collecting the nectar, bees carry pollen from bloom to bloom, which stimulates the production of new seeds. Birds and wind then help disperse the seeds to new soil, and the life cycle of seed to plant begins again. Now that you have bloomed and you're standing proud in your vibrant colors, you're able to carry the seeds of your fruit and labor into the lives of your family other moms, and hopefully your addicted loved ones. The more you recover and share your message with other moms who need your support, the more you'll be like the bee's honey as you provide a sweeter life to those around you. Congratulations. You're more effective in your job and as a parent, a grandparent, and a mom. If you remember that you are the only person you can lead to do great things, you will know and live the true secret. Your ability to master yourself will give you true power. And when you find motivation to lead yourself well, others will follow. You'll be like a, a, that bee, right? You'll be, or that flower, that nectar, attracting others to you. Other moms might look at you and think, wow, what does she have? I want it because she's really doing well in her recovery. She's coping well, even though her loved one is still using or even though there's so much havoc in her life. My hope is that in the course of this guide, of this little book and this podcast series, you found hope in the exercises in, and you do in the support group if you're in the Moms Letting Go support group. But find, um, find hope in yourself. Do you have everything figured out? Probably not. I know I don't. And, and I've been on this journey for a long, long time. Maybe more than 10 years. I don't know. My oldest granddaughter is 17. So um, maybe, you know, that long. 
We don't have to have it all figured out to keep going, but we, we just need to keep growing. Everything you've accomplished will not only help you, but it will help others. You'll be healthier, sturdier, more confident. Your fragrance will permeate to those around you. Moms will look and say, I want what she has. But another word of warning, flowers wilt and die, right? Unless they continue to surround themselves with water, sunshine, warmth, and the other nutrients that they need to sustain life. And so even in the cold season, they'll die, right? If they don't get moved into a warmer environment, so must you. So relapses happen. Um, And just like they will happen in your addicted loved one's recovery, when your addicted loved one struggles and you must sit by and wait for him to take the lead in his own life, it's tempting to help in the ineffective ways again. So how do you surround yourself with the skills, tools, and support that have helped you reach this step so far, right? A relapse could be giving in to your addicted loved one's demands. It could be doing something for him that you said you wouldn't do. It could just mean sleeping with your phone on because you're worried that you're going to miss a call from your loved one. Well, leaving your phone on is going to keep you awake and keep you from getting into your deep REM sleep that you need to cope with everything in your day. And so whatever it is that you're, quote, falling back on, it's okay. We've all been there. Allow yourself to grieve because that's what you're doing right now. This is such a loss in your life. Grieve and then move on and say, okay, I fell off the wagon of wellness in my life. How am I going to get back into it? Find an accountability partner. Find somebody who can understand. Not somebody who's going to should you, S-H-O-U-L-D, or shame you, or um, you know, criticize your, your values, what's important to you. Surround yourself with others who can relate and understand. Don't beat yourself up. All moms um, fall back on bad habits because we're human and all humans fall back on bad habits. But make a list of those elements that have helped you keep boundaries with kindness, right? How do you keep boundaries with kindness? That's a whole nother podcast that I'm working on. But, you know, a support group, is it a hobby? Do you like to quilt? Exercise, proper sleep. You know, how do you ensure that you are sleeping well at night. Um, Try Calm. It's a magnesium supplement that sometimes we take at night um, that helps a lot of people. Uh, Meditation. You know, what are you doing to learn that skill and implement it in your life when you feel like you can't breathe? Um, Finding an accountability partner. Maybe it's volunteering somewhere. Um, for the homeless, or even volunteering in elementary school if you're somebody who loves to read to kids. Like, you have to figure out who you are and what you're good at. And how, how would volunteering bring a reward to your life and help you feel better and focus on something positive? What does that look like? And what about um, adding 
to your reading list about addiction recovery. Or even if you're like me, sometimes I don't have time, right? So I go to podcasts to listen to addiction and recovery, or I'll go to a YouTube video and watch recent um, YouTube videos on addiction and, and find inspiration there. So make a list of those things that you can turn toward if you feel yourself relapsing, if you feel yourself falling into the trenches of guilt or despair or loss or grief, um, what are some of the things that work for you? Is it standing in nature and listening to some wind chimes? Is it journaling while you're sitting near a pond? Or for me, I can journal anywhere in my house. I can journal in a doctor's office when I'm waiting because God knows it takes forever to see a doctor these days. <laughs> so what do you want to add into your life to take care of yourself? You will need intentional, consistent, and passionate ideas. How will you maintain your growth so your efforts can exponentially multiply? So if you want to partner with a mom who will help you stay accountable, request that in the group, in the Facebook group. Hey, you guys, I'm looking for an accountability partner. See if maybe there's some others in our group that would like to do that or be that for you. I know Lucretia Renee is, um, is a mentor in our group and a coach. And so sometimes she works with moms too. So find, find who that is for you. Choose someone, though, that you feel connected to and pray. Say, hey, God, will you connect me to the right person? Reveal that person. You specifically pray for that. What happens is you find what you're looking for. If you don't really know what you're looking for, then how will you know if you found it? So if you specifically pray for that person, you know, what are you looking for? Um, somebody to encourage you. Ask God to be present in that decision or just in revealing somebody to you. And maybe it's just revealing your next step for recovery. Like me, I said, God, I want to have purpose in my life. Am I living in my sweet spot? Am I living in the place that you want me to be so that I can be an inspiration to others? J.K. Rowling said, it is impossible to live without failing at something unless you live so cautiously that you might as well not have lived at all, in which case you fail by default. Look over your journal and the exercises in this book. Reflect what worked, what went wrong. Where do you still need help? Another quote, through a long and painful process, I've learned that happiness is an inside job, not based on anything or anyone in the other material world. I've become a different and better person, not perfect, but still a work in progress. Elena Stewart said that. Your happiness is your inside job. Your addicted loved one's happiness is his or her inside job. We can't do it for them. Transformation happens when you choose a different life. See your ending. Will it to happen? Pray that God will open the doors 
that lead to your legacy, that lead to where he wants you to be and serve in, in this world. And fight for what you want. Another tip I share here is spend at least 15 more minutes journaling, focusing on how you've bloomed and what you want your life to look like five years from now. Dream big. Let this flower be the example of the transformation you seek. The color represents petals of your vibrant willpower. Where are you in the story now and where do you want to be? So, for instance, like I recently went to this seminar on the metaverse and web three. So we're, you know, when you go to the website right now and you Google something, you do a search, that's, that's web two. But in web three, we actually immerse our whole selves inside it. Imagine wearing goggles and experiencing um, a day in history when one of your presidents was shot um, and actually feeling like you were there. That's what Web3 is going to be like. And so I went to this seminar, and I didn't even have this thought at the beginning of the year. But after attending it, I thought, wouldn't it be an amazing thing to build a recovery village in the metaverse where our addicted loved ones could come and, and get there just by putting on their goggles, right? and transversing themselves into this world where if they were triggered, they could pop in and feel and, and go, go into one building in the village that had uh, meditation or another one that had a support meeting going on or another one that had a group discussion, um, meetings, um, just different elements of recovery options that they could just tap into. And then imagine in that village a place for the family to hang out and to learn better ways to communicate to their loved ones so that they can, you know, remain together. Um, re- imagine a jail that is that gives the consequences to our addicted loved ones, but also um, transforms their disease, that treats their disease. Um, instead of trying to punish the pain out of them. Like imagine that world, right? And I, I now, so when I say dream big, that's my big dream. That's my next big dream. That and, of course, writing my screenplay. But dream big, moms, because the world as we see it today is one way, and it doesn't have to be the way that we leave the world, Right? We can make a difference. I want to empower you and, and um, encourage you to dream big and, and to start noticing other people who are dreaming big so that you can join their efforts and take the next step toward you and your recovery and your life. And I thank you so much for joining me in this podcast series. Um, I would love to invite you to share your happily ever, you know how we say happily ever after? 
well, what about happily ever during? Like, I want to know your story now because um, it's, we don't know what your happily ever after is yet, right? We don't know that yet because you're still in the middle of your recovery, just like your loved one. But I love stories and um, I'd love to publish your story as on this podcast. So if you're somebody who's interested in me interviewing you for this podcast, if you want to share your story, I invite you to go to calendly.com backsplash chief hope builder. That's my, where you can find my calendar and sign up for 30 minutes. Um, again, it was calendly.com backsplash chief hope builder. And I love that you stayed the whole time with me today. And I encourage you to continue to listen when you can and find hope in knowing that you aren't alone and we care. God bless.